Hey guys, welcome back to Honey in the Rock episode 68. I'm Sophie and I have a returning guest. Oh yeah. This is Mary Louise. Hi guys. Um, we just recorded an episode on her podcast, yes. The Yes Project, so make sure you go follow her. It was so fun. Um, we just talked about like to be where God has placed you right now, um, especially yeah. like in the season that we're experiencing of going to right. college um, and not wishing this time away in high school, um, but just to use up the opportunities that God has given us. Right here and right now. Right. Um, so this is, like I just said, she's on this is her second one. It was about oh, a year yeah. ago. Um, so if you want to hear her longer testimony, you can go to that episode or go find her podcast. She shared her testimony on her yes, podcast as well. Thing so um, make sure you go listen to that. But you guys know I like to share the testimony. So she's going to re-give yes. her testimony really fast before we get started and talk about Christmas because it's almost Christmas. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yes. So I grew up in a very traditional church, and um, it wasn't really until I was in middle school that I realized, like, okay, like, I've always felt close to the Lord, but it wasn't until middle school that I was like, okay, this is, like, this is for me, too. Right. Um, And so I always wanted to be a teacher growing up, and I was like, that's definitely what I'm going to do. Sorry, y'all. I'm just going to do this because it's going to annoy me all day. She's talking though. That's going to look weird, but it's fine. Um, but I always wanted to be a teacher and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, and then I remember being on my knees one night or actually at church and I was on my knees and I was like, Lord. And I just felt the Lord being like, Hey, you can do this and you can be a teacher and you can be good at it and you would be great, but I have something better for you. You just got to trust me. And I was like, all right. (laughs) I'm I'm trusting you. And it was at that time that I kind of like decided, okay, like, I feel like I'm being called to ministry. And so um, I decided then I was going to go into ministry. I didn't really know what that meant. I still don't know what that means all the time. But I just know that it means I'm talking about the Lord all the time. And I love it, um, even though it scares me sometimes. Um, But um, I started, so, okay, so my, like, coming into the Lord and, like, my personal relationship with the Lord, and my dad is an alcoholic, so, um, super weird family dynamic um it started really getting bad in middle school and so it was crazy because god kind of like was shifting all these things in my life like at the same time and like i decided okay i need to go into ministry and then a lot of stuff with my dad went down and i just kind of found myself like my dad and i were super close so i found myself feeling like i didn't have like that father figure anymore right and so god obviously like being like abba father like came in it was like hey like i'm your father like i am yours and you are mine and Mm -hmm. um it was just this really sweet thing and although there's been so many ups and downs and i didn't i still don't have a great relationship i don't really have um, a relationship anymore because of his alcohol problems it's been just this really sweet journey in a way like mm. I wouldn't wish it on anybody because right. the gift of an earthly father is amazing but it's taught me so much about forgiveness and the fact that you can forgive somebody and not invite them back into your life in right. the same Still have way like right. yes and like I never knew that you could do that, especially being a Christian. I think that some people look down on that. And it's like, no, like the Bible says, like, if you have a problem with somebody, like talk to them one on one, then bring them in with a group. And then right. if it still doesn't work, like in the bring them to the church, if it still doesn't work, like 
it's okay to like not have that person in your life like right. and uh, especially when it's like abusive and like that toxic relationship right right um and it wasn't even until I mean I always knew that God was my father but this really sweet like adoption process almost of me and God as him being like my father like my dad almost which sounds kind of weird like, but um is I found something else out about my dad that just really was close to my heart um because in middle school I um dealt with some intrusive thoughts of killing myself and I never did like obviously <laughs> but I never did anything like about it like because I didn't want to like it was fear really just right. like and honestly it was spiritual warfare because I was in a very vulnerable place in my life I was a baby I didn't really know what no, I was right. doing like and so I I was like why am I thinking this like right. I don't want to be thinking this mm-hmm. and so um I had a situation with my dad um that was similar in a totally different way but it was it was it was like circling around the same issue and it devastated me and it made me so upset and I remember that day and it just like allowed a lot of fear in me and I remember that night I was crying out to the Lord physically (laughs) and I was like I was like God, I'm so scared I'm gonna do the some of the things same things that he does. Like I'm scared about generational sin. Like right. scared of all these things. Right. And um my dad is still alive and well, like don't be thinking that. But um, <laughs> don't be thinking that. Yeah, but I was like, I'm scared. And God really just like placed over me and over my heart the words like, Hey, like your DNA is in me. Like right. your so actual genetic makeup is my genetic right. makeup. Like I have chosen you. You are my daughter. Like yeah. in that moment, and like that's not to say like if you do like a paternity test, it's gonna be like God, <laughs> God. Like no, but really, like just adopted. Like God right. is my father. Like right. he's my heavenly father, right. but he's he's my father. And so yeah. just that that's really so sweet of being like, hey, like I'm gonna be that thing for you. Yeah. So um, if you know my story, it's kind of crazy how similar our story. Like, they are very not, similar. Yeah. Like I have my like my our dad's situation is not the same, mm-hmm. but like a lot of our situation is so similar and also like what the Lord has placed in our hearts is really similar. And so um, she said it earlier, but like it really has been sweet to have somebody to rock, walk um, right. alongside with in this journey. Um, and just like be able to have conversations and be like, do you feel this? Do you right. know, like this whole like spiritual warfare thing? Do you like, or do you feel afraid? Do you feel scared? And so it's just right. so sweet to like have somebody walking on this journey as well. Right. Um, okay. So like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas. Um, and really just how to keep Christ in Christmas. Right. Um, and like I said, be where we are. Um, but what's your favorite Christmas tradition? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. I kind of put you on the spot. Yeah, now I got to figure it out. Okay, I'll tell my favorite Christmas tradition. Yeah, you go first. Um, we go, all of the cousins on my mom's side. My mama. <laughs> hey, mama. All of the cousins on my mom's side, we all go and spend the night at her house on Christmas Eve Eve. Okay. And then we like go bowling and we play with her, like play there. And then all of our parents come on Christmas Eve to her house. Oh, that's sweet. And then we do Christmas Eve at my grandma's house. And it's so that's fun. Awesome. All the cousins together. Okay, so mine probably is on Christmas morning. My cousins, they do Christmas morning, like the presents and all that stuff at their house. Mm-hmm. And then we do it at my house. But then they come over to my house. And my grandma has this, she passed, but she has this recipe. Oh, it's a strawberry Danish situation. Yeah. And it, it's, 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 it's like a it's a strawberry popover, which I don't know if that translates to anybody, 
but it's mm. just like it's it is like a famous situation and um it's so funny because they'll come over and my mom will make it and we'll do like our christmas stick together and it's right. really sweet and my cousins are more like my siblings like if people ask right. me how many siblings you have like i'll be like three right how about i have an older brother and two younger sisters right and um it's just really sweet because we've just grown up together and we've That's always so done fun. life together like during covid like they had COVID during Christmas, but we still like we went outside and we like were by their window and like they yeah. were there and like we were there, but it was like kind of weird. But cousins it was, like, are good. so special. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. I could talk about my cousins forever, so, and I would no. never get bored. Sweet. Okay. Um, I just love Christmas. And okay, this is like kind of a trail thought, but I think traditions are something that are really important. Yeah. But I also think that if you're like thinking so much about the act of traditions. Right. It can get you like bogged down and get you off of like the main focus of Christmas. Right. And so like I literally cried one time on Christmas because my mom didn't make the same coffee cake that we have every single Christmas morning That's because funny. she didn't realize how much it apparently I meant. Um, because it's like something my dad did since he's a kid. And so right. I was so, but I was so bogged down right. with the tradition that once that tradition was taken away, I literally couldn't function, which is <laughs> right. so dramatic. Like there goes my emotions, but. Like when it becomes so quote unquote important, and then it's right. like actually that's not really doing good. Right. Um, but traditions are sweet. Just like make memories. Right. Um, and do fun things. Like make fun memories. Like yeah. God is the creator of fun, and so like, of course, yeah. Do the fun things. Um. But then I think that kind of goes into what Romans eight twenty five says. But if we look forward to something we don't have yet, we must wait patiently and confidently. And I think that's kind of what we're doing with Jesus. And so obviously right. Jesus is first coming, um, as a baby. In such a humble way. Oh yeah. Like if you think about like he was born in a manger. Right. They didn't have a place for him in the end. Like right. So humble. And we were talking um, about that humble like idea. Yeah. In, in the episode that says he's in a, in the yes podcast, my podcast, and we like the definition of humbleness is having or showing a modest or low estimate of an of one's self importance. Right. And I think it's so crazy that like even God was humble. Like right. and he is like. The creator of uh, yes, everything, yes. but he came in such a humble way, it's like a right. baby, which is like which is so insanity. cool. Um, and thinking like reminding me that I need to be humble. Like if yeah. Jesus came in such a humble way, he could have like done this a lot of different ways. Right. But this is how he knew it was best was coming in a manger and being born to this virgin with this like guy who's a carpenter. Like right. had to be so confused. Um, and then like with animals, like. Think about a farm, like a farm that like that's kind of gross. Like, right? Have to smell bad. Like, and so just like such a humble way. Um, I mean, we need to look forward to his second coming when he comes back to pick us all up because we know that Jesus died on the cross um, for all of our sins and he's alive now and well. Um, right. But waiting patiently and confidently for Jesus to come back. Right. Um, and I think that's something I've just been trying to reflect, like this Christmas season of like, he came in such a humble way. So how can I live humbly? And then also, like, how can I patiently wait right. for him to come back for us? Right. Um, so, I don't know. That was just, like, a, my thoughts. Um, and then how Christmas isn't old news. Very like, true. Sure. Like, this happened a long time ago. Right. Um, but this is, like, now news. Right. And it's such good news. Right. Um, and that just, like, idea of keeping Christ in Christmas. Right. Um, it's just, like, so important. And, like, it was good news to the people back then. And it's and good news good to us now. now. Right because of where we are and I think it's so sweet too one of my favorite things about Christmas if you hadn't said tradition I was, I, traditions I was going to say this because 
I think this year, like, I've realized more that Christmas is the one holiday that even if you don't even know who Jesus is, you're Mm -hmm. singing about him. And I love that because I can't help but, like, picture the Lord smiling. Like, he obviously knows our hearts and he knows our intentions, so I'm sure he's kind of like, they don't know what they're doing. Right. But they're glorifying me when they do. Right. And, like, obviously they might not be glorifying him necessarily, but, like, Away in a manger, like Prince of Peace, like all these right. things, like all these songs and Christmas songs that are like, oh, like the Lord is like coming and like right. he's like a baby and like they talk so about all this good. stuff. And I'm just like, that's awesome. Like, right. that's so good. Like, yes. that's so awesome that I can put on a non Christian like radio and like right. hear about the Lord. Right. And I was like, and I love that because mm. it, like, it, and of course, there's like songs that are Christmas songs that have nothing right. to do with god and jesus right but like the songs that do make me so happy because yes. i'm like i don't even know this person knows god but right i know god and i, I know this god is so is cool using that. Like, yeah it's that's not really an accidental thing like he's right. using that to work in the hearts and right. other people's hearts of like a way to start conversation yeah which i think is so cool i love it and that's a really good way to think about it. i didn't think about that before but that's a really good way to think about that and see god in everything like oh no, like let's see god in this let's see god through that and like well, right yeah like a song like which yeah. is so sweet because I'm like, y'all are singing about Jesus right now. Right. Like, I don't know if you know. You don't even know. <laughs> but you're singing about I went Jesus. Christmas caroling last night. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> youth group. And we, like, we're singing, like, Joy to the World. Right. And right. And people were there. Like, the people were singing to us crying. And it's just because, like, Jesus works like that. Like, right. It's still in our hearts. Um, right. And he really is. Like, if you look at those songs to the Christmas, like, Christmassy songs, mm-hmm. it's like, Joy to the World, like, he came and like this is a joyful thing right um, and he's the creator of joy and he's the author of joy and he is joy like right. it's just so cool to see that um and then like how he's prepared a way for us like so when jesus came at christmas he knew what he was doing he knew that he was right. going to come and live this perfect life right for, like 33 years or something right. and honor god through it all and he knew that he literally knew everything he was going to do and he still did it Right, and I think they endured pain through it. Right, and I think it's sometimes. Crazy. So I lead middle school girls, and they're sixth graders, and I love them so much. But they ask super good questions. Oh yeah, because they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so they ask like questions like you wouldn't think about asking because like they're so almost like streamlined, but like right. they're not streamlined. Mm. But let me tell you, like these questions hit me, and I'm like, right. oh, like, like, okay, <laughs> good question. But like they like came to me and they were like, hey, like, did Jesus know when he was, like, an infant that, like, he was God? And I was like, well, the Bible talks about how, like, he grew in knowledge and he grew in wisdom right. and he grew in all these things. So I'm like, he's probably not, like, some, because he was fully human and fully God. So I was like, there wasn't some two-year-old, like, I'm about to go die on the cross. Like, right. Give me, give me 31 years and I'll be right. there, you know? Right. But, like, once he, like, started, like, learning who he was and, like, who his father was and, like, even in the situations when he was 12 and he was in the temple with right. all like the people and he was like okay like with all like the leaders of the church and his parents were like what are you doing there he was like i'm spending time with my father like it right. shows you right. like yeah he knew that he was different right like, but i was like i was like girls let me tell you like i don't know i mean i was like i'm not gonna put the password this is jesus right. but i was like probably not like some like three-year-old like prophesying like to the kingdom but i was like i mean i 
but then also he's God. But you I know? was like, like he's but also I, really I, God. I don't know. And like the thing about questions like that, it's like it's so good to be processing thinking, but then also it's not like a first hand issue. Right. You know, it's like either way, it's okay. We right. know that he lived this perfect life. Right. And so whether he knew that he was God from the moment, like if he has a big brain or something, we're just like born. Right. Okay, he knew he was God, or if he like slowly learned into his role that right. who he was and what authority he had. Like right. either way, we know that he lived this perfect life. Right. Um, and he came in such a humble way. And um, I've been reading a chapter of Luke each day, and you've been reading something else each day. So I'm gonna right. talk about that a little bit. Um, but for me to keep Christ just like at the center of Christmas, not get boggled down by the fun like gifts or traditions or go right. see Christmas lights or like right. all these little things that are so fun. And I think God created for this like fun right. thing. But just to remind myself to keep Christ in the middle of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been reading Luke each day. And, like, I have so many thoughts from it, um, especially, like, reading a story that was, like, I know how God was born. Like, I know that yeah. they're, like, we're going to kill him, and then, like, they didn't kill him. You know, like, right. I, I, you might know these stories if you grew up in church, but just, like, the importance of being reminded of them um, and focusing on them. And it's been really good. Like, aside from my regular study that I attempt to do every day, um, I get to read a chapter of Luke each day, which just, like, sets the tone of Christmas. Right. Um, because I don't want... A little bit of what we were talking about Mary Louise's podcast, that this idea of like wishing away where you're right right now or not even focus on what's happening right now because you're so worried about the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of like that during the Christmas season, it's like, I can't wait for Christmas Day to wake up and get presents. It's like, actually, no, like, let's think about right now. Like, right. Mary would be pregnant right now. And, or let's just like think about the story of Jesus because then when Christmas is over, it's kind of like, oh, it's right. over. Um, but how can I like make good use of this season right now right. to be a light for Jesus? Um, this is a really good opportunity to tell people about God mm-hmm. during this Christmas season. Right, like, and I think also so it's good. like one of those things where it's like, okay, like it's you can almost like be like, oh, I love the Christmas season, and then Christmas Day, like after the present, kind of gets depressing because you're like, it's all this work up for the right, it's on like, this. right, right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's over, but it's like. But when you like shift your focus and your perspective to keeping your eyes on Jesus, like mm. every day can be like Christmas, right. you know? And it's like, I think that's so cool that like we serve a God that can make every day like right. Christmas. And like we think about like yeah, all the, the songs, like Joy to the World, like Jesus was born obviously on Christmas. And like, well, I don't actually know if he was born specifically on Christmas Day. Like there's some like, okay, weird stuff about like, that, but that's when we celebrate it. So, right. We celebrate that Jesus was born on Christmas, but it's like one of those things where we're like, okay, right. He brought, like, he is that joy that was brought to the world, but we live in a post Jesus society of like, Jesus right. has come and he's died for us. And like, right. we have that joy right now, every single day. And like, that's so awesome. That doesn't mean that like bad things aren't going to happen or like we're not going to struggle, we're not going right. to have issues, but it does mean that this joy to the world that was brought to us around Christmas, like, we get to experience that joy every single day. And right. that is so awesome. And like through Advent and like through this season of like Christmas, um, two things. One, we were kind of learning about like that the first kind of week of Advent is all about like hope and like yes. this beginning is about we hope. We do that at church. Like you right. like candles. Yes. Yeah. We talk about it. And I love that. And, and I love too. that it's about hope because I think that we live in a world that just loses hope all the time. Like oh my goodness. things yeah. don't go our way. If it's years, like I'm, I'm reminded of this story that in Genesis in the very beginning um and it's about um one of the sons of Jacob 
and I always blank on his name, but I know, like, I've told the story right. a million times, but I just always blank on the name, but it'll come Fine. to me, so just, but pretty much, he was sold into slavery, mm. and his, by all his brothers, he had 12 brothers, he was the thir- one of the 13 brothers, no, there was 12 yes. brothers, he yeah. was the 11th, I don't know, there was, he was one of them, he wasn't the 11th, but he was in the line. In the middle, yeah, so And he, um, I think it was, I always get to bother by this, I think it was, like, Jerem, Jerem somebody it was <laughs> it was J. I don't know it really does bother me when I can't like remember this because like I do know it like I have read this story so many times um but long story Jacob Jacob, it Jacob. I know it's a Jacob. Hey, Jacob but it was Jacob and he got sold into slavery and he ended up Long story short, he ended up in jail for a while. He like made his way up, and the Lord was with him. And then he has, ended up in jail for 13 years, and like for like this long number. And it's like we think about that, and I'm like, I've been going through my stuff with my dad for over six years, and it's like I'm like, all right, I'm getting tired of this. Like, right. let's do. It. But he's got double on me, right. and like he was not like he was still faithful with the Lord, yeah, and, like right. had that joy and, and that hope. Still with him. And like that's so sweet because I think that it's so easy to lose hope. But like this Christmas season is such a good reminder of like, you know, like have hope in these things. Like right. have hope in the Lord. Like right. I know what we were talking about in my podcast episode, like prayer within pray with anticipation that like right. the, that God is gonna follow through. Right. Um but the second thing is that I've been reading through Isaiah chapter nine. Um and I promise I know how to read. I am illiterate, but I've just been going through each verse like right. specifically in that chapter. Um, because it's just been so interesting. Like yes. what the Lord's been showing me and the verse I've actually gone through today, which is so cool, um, is Isaiah nine five and it's for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, upon his shoulders dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. And I think that is so cool. I think that is so yes. good. Um, because just the names that they give, it says for a child, like they give right. him these names like of yeah. like wonder counselor, like mm-hmm. God, hero, father forever, right. prince of peace. And right. I think that all of those things, when you think about the things that people are going through in their lives, each one of those things could line up with one of them. Right. Like for me, Father Forever is like that's my thing like I love that but Mm. for somebody else they might need guidance and wonder counselor counselor. like that's amazing you're like they need saving god hero like they need like this inner Mm. peace like prince of peace like he fulfills every single need and desire of the human heart just by being right and the the idea of hope of like if Jesus didn't come Mm. at this Christmas time like obviously we don't know exactly what day um, like if Jesus didn't come at this Christmas time, if Jesus wasn't right. born, we would have no hope. Right. If Jesus wasn't born and then lived this sinful life and then the whole idea of the gospel and then was, you know, crucified right. on a cross, which is the worst way to die, it's terrible. Right. And then grows again three days later and lives forever at the right hand of God and you right. know, guides us and creates us and all of these things, we would have no hope. Right. And what's the point of life if you don't have hope? Right. Um and like yeah, like literally, what's, like what's the point of doing things? What's the point of going through hard right. things if you don't have hope? Right. Um, and we have hope because of this baby that was born on Christmas. Right. And like, what a celebration that is. Um, I also read down that verse, like Isaiah, um, nine five, nine six. Um, but then I think what my study in Luke keeps pointing out to me is what it looks like to be still Ooh, and what yeah, it sweet. looks like to be silent. Um, and I just like kept reading stories of like 
okay, Jesus did this, Jesus did this, and then he went to a desolate place and prayed. Ooh, it's like, yeah. when, how often do I go to a place alone to pray? Right. Um, and not like, sure, like I pray in my car a lot, but is that a silent place? Not really. There's a lot of noise happening. I'm still right. thinking about where I'm going. Like, how often am I going to a silent place um, to pray? And so I think that's been really standing out to me. Um, and then, like, obviously the song Silent Night, like, this night, like, could have been so silent. Like, just imagine the silent seven when he was born, but also the silent night of when he was crucified. Like, right. it went dark. Um, and so just to be still and li- – I know we keep talking about what we talked about on her podcast as well, but yeah, to go back, yes, make sure you, you listen. Um, the full story, but right. what's sweet about it is, like, during this Christmas season, like, slow down. Like, it's going to go by right. fast. Like, if you're a mom to kids, like, slow down. Like, eventually they're going to be grown. Or if you're in the teenager, you just slow down. Like, enjoy being home. Um, right. Enjoy what the Lord is doing through this season. And so I think, for me, it's just been, like, have I been silent? Like, have I stopped talking and just listened to God? Right. Um, have I been still enough to hear what he has said? Have I, you know, my... Is my soul magnifying the Lord? Um, and then um, there I had a verse about it somewhere. Um, but anyway, it's just like the just like the stillness of God and the importance just to slow down right. during this season, which I think people are like, holiday seasons are so crazy. Like, why are we making it crazy? Right. Because I think that's kind of a little bit of a choice. Like, and obviously, I know, choice, I know yeah. that like some things you have to do. Um, but like. Sure, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, it's crazy. You know, it's right. Thanksgiving, this, 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 and then exams, and oh my goodness, right. like so much. That, like, we still have time to slow down. Um, like strip things away that aren't a priority. Like, right. And I think that also it's really sweet that like, so my natural like human tendency would be to be super loud, mm. and you can ask anybody. Me too. So like, I natural like my flesh desire is to be the loudest person in the room, like, to have that, like, attention, like, whatever. Right. And that's not good. That's not a good thing. But well, the thing that it I can think, be a yes, it can be a blessing but and yes. whatever. But I think that the, and I've been very humbled from that, like, and don't do that as much anymore. Like, I don't really need to do that anymore. But I think what the Lord's been kind of, like, speaking through that is, like, hey, like, can you be, and even if it's not the, because I used to, I think I don't struggle as much with being the loudest person in the room anymore, but I don't want to be that necessarily, but I still want to have my voice be heard. Right. And I think that God's kind of been asking me to table Mary, like, can you, like, what does it look like if instead of you talking, you listen? Mm. And I think that that's so sweet because I think that sometimes we can, I think it's also like just like the position that I'm in because I like want to be a speaker, like I want to do right. all these things. And I'm like, I got all these ideas yes. in my head, like yes. I don't want them to come out. And it's like, no, but like, wait, like that just because you have great ideas does not mean that she doesn't have great ideas or he doesn't have great right. ideas or whatever. Like, it's one of those moments of, okay, well, can you listen before you speak? Like, right. can you be a listener before you're talking? Mm-hmm. Like, can you humble yourself enough to know okay. that you don't have the authority that God has? Right. And, like, he's speaking to every, everybody, you know? And, like, right. you might not be in the same way. Like, you might be the person who sees a frog and is like, oh, my gosh, God is telling me something. So, right. Or you might be the person that, like, literally has to like okay i need to feed myself like through the word like i can't just like look at the sky and be like oh that's like god because you know and so um i think it's really sweet in like the slowing down and being like okay well how can i 
personally slow down. And I think recognizing what you like me and some of my best friends have been like, I think over high school, just been like recognizing what our problems are. Mm. And then being like, well, how can we hand those over to God? And I think in the time of Christmas and like big seasons, those problems get magnified because it's so much easier for them to come out because like it's a big thing going on. And so it's like in those moments, like how can we let go of ourselves, our desires, what we want to do, mm. and instead focus on, so okay, good. God, like yeah. how can I be glorifying God in this way? Like how can I let God be speaking more than me? Mm. And that's hard, right? So hard. And that actually was kind of like a little twist on that. Um, but like what we've been saying, just like the idea of how humbly Jesus came. So what does it look like for us to be humble right. um, during the season? What does it look like for us for us to focus on Jesus this season? Um, cut out all the extra noise that's not necessary um and just like be still be silent um during the season of advent just like oh my goodness like jesus came as a baby and to save the world but also to recognize that this season can be really hard for people like yeah i mean if you've lost someone that you love um you know this is like not a super easy season or even just like magnified struggles and insecurities yeah. i think are just magnified um during the season in matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says come to me who are all all who are labored and heavy laden i will give you rest mm-hmm. and so um i think that kind of sticks with the slow down be still be silent sometimes right. um and focus on the lord um but just like go to him in that time like, right. go to him and be like jesus like not to take away from the power that came at christmas like right. oh my goodness you can still be so thankful that jesus came in a major and came to save the world um and acknowledge right. that you miss the person that you love um, right. because of that. And so just like, if that's you, just like, I'm praying for that. I'm praying for all of those who are hurting in this season. Um, but also like go to God. You right. know, he says, come to me and he will give you rest. Um, and so don't be like afraid to go to God in this season or feel like you're being a burden to God or a friend because right. this is a hard thing because, you know, the, people who I love have passed away. Like, this is the time that I'm like, remember when we did that together? Remember when we did this together? Because that's just kind of like this season of traditions and Christmasy, and I know it's hard. Um, And so I just like encourage you that like, it's okay to also feel down in this fun season. You know, also if you're the person who's like, Christmas, like I love it so much. Like nothing's ever wrong. And like, you're busy, 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 busy. Like, right. That is the perfect verse to also say like, Come to the Lord and He will give you rest. Like right. you can so also true. like that person who's like really like busybody, which can sometimes be me, like mm-hmm. you can also find rest in the Lord, like right. when you go to him. And one of my best friends texted me one time after I was going through like a dry season. Yeah. And was like, Hey, how are you resting? And right. I never thought of that. So I was like, I'm gonna go watch TV, like this will be my rest. Right. Like, but it's like how are you resting? Yeah. And sometimes you need to just go take a minute and just right. sit and watch something that means absolutely nothing. Right. But sometimes, like, you got to have that intentional rest of, like, okay, let me rest in the Word. Like, let me rest by listening to this music or this right. podcast or, like, whatever. Um, and it's like, okay, well, how am I coming to the Lord to right. get that rest um, in whatever walk of life right. I see? That's so good. Yeah. Um, and just, like, the idea that Jesus brings light to all darkness. Right. Um, you know, whether, like, for me, that was looking like grief and depression and anxiety. Um, but then, like, God is going to bring a light to whatever darkness um, that is. And that can be a small thing in your life or a big thing in your life. Um, and then, like, Jesus came to be the light um, in the darkness to guide the way. Right. Um, because he is the way and the truth and the light. And right. so we just sometimes need to be still and look for him 
um, to be that uh, light. Um, Luke 1, where is it? 178 says, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from high to give light to those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And so um, just that like once again, peace, um, once again, hope and this tender mercy of God where, you know, he's, he's here for us. He's merciful to us. And so just like go to him. He's going to light the way, um, right. especially like in this Christmas season, how right. like fun it is and sweet it is. Okay. Do you have any other thoughts? Last thought, um, Isaiah 9, I love it. I'm sorry, I'm really in this right now. <laughs> yes, no. But Isaiah 9, I think it's just so sweet because it points to the Lord in the verse that I read earlier. Mm. Um, but before that, only three verses before that, or four verses before that, mm. it talks about how those that were living in darkness have seen a great light. Yeah. Um, and this is before, if you're just like reading it, you even know that they're talking about Jesus, like a right. child that's going to be born. But I went through and like looked at like how the verse was talking about people in darkness. Mm. And it was the people that were depressed. They were in some dark spaces. They had low spirits, had low hope, had right. no courage or mm. lost courage or lost hope. Um, and we talked about before Advent being the season of hope. And like right. it's just is so sweet. So, like those are the people who saw a great light. Right. For it, the Bible to then go on and say that Jesus is the light. Mm. And then it goes on to also talk about how and Isaiah talks about how he uses everything and he uses everything to like right. greater for the kingdom. And like, right. just as on the days where you were burdened, like he smashed like all those yes. burdens, like so that we could like go. And I guess that he, like, I love that he says he shattered mm. those burdens. It, when something's shattered, like it's not coming it's, back. No, right. Like it's done. And like, I think that that's so sweet um, how it just keeps pointing like every single verse keeps pointing back to right. God's going to fuel you. God's going to yes. give you all these things. And then it finally gets to that verse five, where it says, like I said earlier, like when we're like the child is born right. to us. And like, yeah. that is this great, right? Like, all these people in darkness saw. So I think that's just super yes. sweet. To be so reminded of that Christmas. And like, he's the hope for all people, right? Not just those who've got their life together. Not right. just those who've already given their life to Jesus. It's like, right. he is the hope for all all people right and so come to him as you are it's like the church is a should look more like a hospital right yeah this beautiful perfect place because we're all broken and going and so just right. like you don't you don't need to feel like you need to get cleaned up before you go to god before you just cry out to him for help like right. just go to god um and i think that's something super easy to do during this christmas season yeah. just to be like aware like i need to go to god well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> um, and thank you for coming on. Of course, I love and it. And make sure you go check out Mary Louise's podcast, The Yes Project. It's so good. Um, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.